You are listening to the Heartland Author Podcast. I am Aaron Apollo Camp. For this episode, I had the opportunity to interview Martin Pentecost. Martin is the author of over 50 books and is the founder of the publishing company Empower Publishing. I'm here with Martin Pentecost, who is the who is an author of dozens of books and the co-founder of Empower, that's spelled M-P-O-W-R with an uppercase P, publishing. Martin, welcome to the Heartland Author Podcast. Oh, thank you very much, Aaron. It's lovely to be here. Feel free to introduce yourself to our listeners. Absolutely. Thank you. So I'm Martin Pentecost, uh, co-founder of Empower Publishing. And uh, I am an author of about 50 books now. I've, I've sort of lost count. It could be my age. <laughs> um, and also a ghostwriter. And I work with people mentoring them to write their own books and to actually author uh, their own media. Without spoiling too much of your books, uh, you said you've written about 50 books, but what are some of your more notable books about? So um, one of the books that I'm proudest of is a book called Story Selling, and it essentially dives into the nature of story and how we can use story to create this idea of a sacred narrative space where the author and reader can immerse themselves within the world and build trust and relationship that essentially creates this sense of a, a story being part of a transformation experience, whether that be a fiction story or nonfiction. It has this space where the audience can find things about themselves that they never knew about themselves and use those things to create a better life for themselves, to change in some way, or to get immense value from the story that they're partaking in. Now, were all some or none of your books published by the company you co-founded, Empower Publishing? Uh, some of them have been, yes. I was originally published um, by uh, another publication company. Um, when I was much, much younger, uh, as a teenager, uh, I was very much into psychological uh, thrillers and horror novels. And so that's where I started out, very different to what I do today. Um, but I really didn't like the way that the industry treated authors. I thought there was a lot in the industry that was actually... Um, essentially not very benevolent and didn't really care about either the authors or their audience. And so when it came to publishing my later work, which is much more in the therapeutic space and started off there, I wanted to uh, publish that in a way that really celebrated the audience and gave them real value. So rather than going off to another publishing company, we set up Empower, and that's how we started, by publishing those books, and then eventually broadening out to publish for other people and uh, to diversify in the types of uh, media that we actually put out there. Uh, what services does Empower Publishing, and I'm I'm assuming publishing is one of the services uh, your company provides to authors who uh, 
who use Empower to publish their works, but are there any other services beyond uh, book publishing? Absolutely, yes. So, so we started off primarily as a book publisher, but we expanded our range into working extensively with transmedia, which uh, started off by you buy a book, and that book acts as the gateway to a whole digital, what we call realm. So it's like a world that the author has built. And through the book, you access all of these other forms of media that are delicately woven into the story. So that could be videos, music, narration, uh, even things that you can download and put into your physical space. Uh, So that's a, a transmedia product. But we also now work with people who want to author their books and I work extensively with people both fiction and non-fiction I work with a lot of businesses coaches consultants therapists and help them to really tap into what makes them unique and special and then really present that and, and offer that to their audience in a way that goes much deeper A lot of new authors tend to go very much to the surface and just look at that surface layer of the interaction. But actually, you can have a very profound relationship with your reader uh, and your audience member um, by simply delving a little bit into narrative structure and how you tell the story uh, of your work. Now, you mentioned transmedia. So what is transmedia and how does transmedia and other forms of modern media, such as augmented reality, change how authors approach writing books? Brilliant question there. Um, So essentially, um, a book is often seen as a linear narrative. We read the words on the page from the first page to the last word. And that Linear narrative is very much how some authors approach their work. In terms of transmedia, what we're looking to do is to create this liminal space. It's a narrative liminal space that is constructed of different forms of media. Very often, the narrative printed book is a a core of that. It's a, a foundation to that but it can also use various other forms of media, such as, for example, creating narrative videos or audio with music. And music is a very, very powerful way of world building and creating immersion within the world. This liminal space is mapped out into a three-dimensional environment like a room and then turned into different media elements that all interrelate. The big difference with transmedia and our approach there is we are looking at the media and the individual in media elements, but also what happens in between pieces of media, how one piece can work with an audience member and get them looking to the next piece and and acting in a certain way that primes them for the next piece and then the next piece and the next piece so that their journey is completely unique to them, but also incredibly immersive. Now, with the advent of uh, technology such as augmented reality, we can also really bring that to life with uh, elements that actually can be seen in the physical space. So you use your 
device uh, to activate the augmented reality. And essentially it maps that onto your physical space where you can meet characters, you can interact with them, you can do things uh, in that environment that create all sorts of different reactions and interactions. And it's a very immersive and magical experience. Now, uh, you uh, like to use a term called authoring, and how do you define authoring, and what is the difference between authoring and writing? Okay, so when a person is coming to write their book, that's very often what they focus on, is the writing of the book. It's the, the physical act of actually taking what's inside their head and putting it onto the page of the book via a screen usually. And that is the, the, the writing process. An author is a little bit like the CEO of their book. They have various different uh, responsibilities in the creation and lifetime of that, that book or media item. So it comes down to having a, a much more strategic approach in how they actually author their book, not just the writing part, but understanding their audience and how to give the maximum value to their audience, how to immerse their audience and really give them something special. It's also about how you understand your book as a business, how as an author, you get your book out there into the world and actually get people to buy your book, for example, but also understanding how that book sits within a greater environment of narrative, of story, of audience interaction and audience passion. How can a text-based writer grow their skills for multiple media platforms? I think you elaborated on this some uh, earlier on in the interview. I think one of the things that I would recommend doing is getting into the habit as an author of entering what I call the intimate space. If we imagine our readers as when they pick up the book and they read, inside their heads, they are reading through that narrative and they're, they're constructing the world as they read. So they're building that world. But in the intimate space, your voice and their voice become one. There's no difference. There's no separation. And as the author, if you can keep that intimate space intact, where essentially the one voice is speaking, that becomes incredibly powerful and very deep acting. It means that your reader can open up and be more vulnerable to the story that's happening, more engaged with it and more immersed in it. But also, you as the author become that as well, and it acts a very deep level. I find the authoring that I've done uh, in that intimate space is much more profound and much more valuable for me. I get so much more from it in, in that space. But if you treat it as an intimate environment, it means that even though you're sitting there authoring at that moment, that in 200 years, when someone picks up your book and they open it and start to read, they enter into that space with you as you're writing it. And it is the most magical thing. It sounds really esoteric, but actually that experience of 
knowing your reader so intimately is very, very profound. If you get into that mindset that you're not just putting words on a page, you're having this deeply human experience with someone that you may never meet and may never know, that completely transforms the way that you take linear narrative and create it into a three-dimensional living thing. Yeah, one last question uh, I have deals with uh, artificial intelligence. How is AI affecting publishing and the media creation process? It's, it's having a profound effect. And it's one of these things with AI that it's very easy to completely embrace it or to completely dismiss it. Some people like to stick their heads in the sand and say, oh, no, this is terrible. It's going to uh, destroy uh, the media world as we know it. Some people love it and use it all the time. I think it's actually quite a complex way of navigating through the whole AI landscape. As a business, we've started to work with AI um, and, and use it in particular ways where it enhances the work that we do. It creates much richer environments, particularly in terms of illustration and graphical design. But we never just use it as is. We always uh, add to it and use it as a baseline. And then we build upon that so that it pushes our creativity rather than just becoming really lazy and just using AI to do what we used to do. By doing that, we become more creative and we actually go to another level of creativity. The challenges with AI is when people use it as a, a tool so that they don't have to do the work um, and they just literally create something with AI and put it out there into the world to add to the noise. Any piece of media, whether it be a video online or a book, needs to be of value to the audience. And the best way to provide value is for you to have some form of creative or um, uh, spiritual or intellectual or emotional interaction with that. So if you are working with AI, um, allow it to create a foundation, allow it to support you, allow it to push your creativity even further. And by doing so, you're still very much with your fingerprints all over it. And it's still very much a piece of your art, a piece of your narrative but it's not the be all and end all. It's it's there to support, not to overtake. Martin, you were a absolutely wonderful guest for this podcast, and I thank you for appearing on the Heartland Author Podcast. Oh, thank you so much, Erin. It's been really lovely uh, to meet you and really lovely to be here. And thank you, everybody, for taking the time to, to share this moment with us. It's always wonderful to interview people with experience in both the writing and publishing worlds. This is Aaron Apollo Camp reminding y'all to write your imagination. Bye for now. You can learn more about me and my book writing projects at camparenapollo.witsite.com forward slash author AAC. You can follow me on Facebook at AuthorAAC and on Instagram at AACScribe. Copyright 2023, Aaron Apollo Camp, All Rights Reserved.
This podcast episode is intended for the private listening of our audience. Any reuse or retransmission of this podcast episode without the express written consent of the podcast host is prohibited, except under fair use guidelines. Royalty-free music and sound effects obtained from https colon forward slash forward slash www.zapsplat.com.